0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. But
1: well, the big talking point today is that bizarre weather phenomenon that hit uh, Leitrim town yesterday afternoon. It was hit by a localised uh, tornado. The freak weather event happened at about half past 12 yesterday. If you've seen videos or photographs, it's. Something you'd expect to see in the American Midwest, not in County Leitrim. Uh, It left cars, buildings, boats and trees uh, badly damaged. We're going to be talking to uh, some local people uh, about the shock of uh, witnessing a tornado. Um, We'll also be finding out what sort of a weather phenomenon creates that. How does that actually uh, happen? Now, uh, Colette is a resident of Carrick and Shannon and was in the middle of the tornado, Colette. I bet you never thought anybody would ever say you were caught in the middle of a tornado. Tell me exactly what you experienced.
2: That's for sure. Good morning, yes. Uh, a once in a long event, hopefully it won't be repeated, but when we were in the middle of it, we didn't know exactly what was happening. It was just shock. We were out for breakfast, my husband, myself and my two kids, and and the whole place just went dark and the went out and it was like, it was like a huge gust of wind or something shook the building and and this loud bang, and we really didn't know what it was. And just panic set in, really, and fear.
1: And uh, so a loud bang, do you have any idea where that came from, where the loud bang came from?
2: We don't know exactly what it was, but well, we've since seen the destruction, you know, that the tornado caused. So it could have been any of the the, the, the structural work or the roof been ripped off the building beside us or the, the walls been knocked down out the back and things like that. So, yeah, we don't know exactly what the, what the bang was, so, but... Yeah, just quite loud, and then the pub we were in just filled with with dust from from the debris, and it was just very surreal.
1: And I, I can only imagine how surreal it must have been, because from from anybody I've I've spoken to, they experienced it getting very dark very quickly, and you could feel a change in the air.
2: Yes, it, it's so eerie and so different, and um, we could just. Uh, kind of just dar- darkness just to go and then the shaking and then the, the noise and like the gusts coming through the, the building itself and just not sure which way to go out the front or at the back. You, you, you both places it looked like a war zone so it was hard to know where we would be safest but it was just to get out of the, the centre of it but we didn't know what we were getting away from or hmm. where we were
1: going to. That's and then it was, it was over almost as quickly as it started.
2: That's it. It was so quick, like in a minute it had passed through the village and, and the destruction it caused in that short space of time is, is unbelievable. I'm just so glad that video footage of the tornado, because I don't think people believe that that's mm. what happened and, and what came through and, and the destruction it left.
1: And and the video footage that is circulating shows very clearly that it was a tornado and you could see yeah. uh, the, the sparks, you could see uh, debris fl- floating around in the air. It was most certainly a tornado.
2: Yes, exactly. And
1: um, Oh, we have yeah. lost. Sorry, Colette, we're losing you there.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we didn't know that at the time that, that it was a, a tornado. We just lost, we, we didn't know until 10 minutes, 15 minutes afterwards that that's, that's exactly what it was. So we, we didn't know what we were, were dealing with at the time. But, mm. but, but yeah, we've since found out that which, it was a tornado, Which but,
1: must have been extra scary, not knowing what yeah. was going on
2: not knowing what was going on and it was just get get the kids to safety and get ourselves to safety and, and just get away from we'll say, the epicenter of, of, of what had just had just happened. But um I just have to commend the local community for, for just reacting in, in such a positive way to, to what happened and making sure everyone was safe and making the area safe and trying to to clear the area for the for the emergency services when they arrived.
1: Well, as as we said, uh, thankfully, uh, there were no serious injuries. Um, no, it was just property uh, that was damaged. And thankfully, uh, you're all around to uh, tell the, the story of it, Colette. Thank you very much indeed. Kathy uh, Early was working in the Leitrim Inn and Blue Way Lodge when it happened. Cathy, describe to me what it felt like.
0: Hi, how are you? Um Well, it was, it was unbelievable. It was, it was, it came out of nowhere um, and it was just seconds before there was this loud noise. My ears popped. It was the weirdest uh, sensation. It was like going up in a plane or going up a mountain, but it was more intense than that. And then suddenly it was just this massive, as you said there a minute ago, it just went really dark. It went grey and it got really, the noise. It was like articulated lorries were driving through the village and the, at speed and I mean, I thought that's what it was actually at the very beginning because I just thought the, the lorries were going by the window and that's what made the place dark as well. But you realised very quickly, because debris started coming in the windows, the doors um, blew open and there was just dust and debris coming in the doors and the windows and uh, you just, you knew very quickly that it wasn't <laughs> traffic and um, I was very scary, and everybody got very scared. And because we didn't know what was going on, uh, my initial reaction initially was, let's get everybody out the back. There's a big open car park out the back. Let's let's evacuate the building, because we didn't know what was happening. But um, I was still inside, uh, you know, directing people out the back, while people were out the back, coming back to me saying, we can't go out there. We can't go out there. But we couldn't go out the front because you could see the debris and everything uh, flying by the windows and um, so then there was a smell of gas in the building so it was like we have to get out so it very quickly died down and um, the, no- the the wind and the noise and everything so we eventually then just came out the very cautiously came out the front door to absolute carnage
1: i mentioned to uh, a moment ago that it was over as quick as it uh, started yeah uh, in total yeah. how long would you say the the, the severe wind was
0: Oh, I, I, I really couldn't put in. It, it. It could have been eight seconds. It could have been 30 seconds. Uh, in the moment, it felt very long. Um, but it wasn't. It was, it, was, it was quick. It was very, very quick.
1: And I assume, uh, Kathy, just like that, you didn't really know what was going on outside. We
0: had no idea. Now, eventually, I, I keep saying eventually, as if it was a long time, it wasn't. It was immediate. We came outside. You could see very quickly we realised it was a tornado because we saw the path of destruction.
1: And that destruction was uh, roofs being torn off buildings, uh, cars being upended. It was was shocking. Seeing some of the photographs today, really shocking the damage that was done in such a short period of time.
0: Yes, it's amazing. It's amazing um, the amount of damage that was done. It's also amazing that we had no serious injuries.
1: Absolutely and it, it, it we should all be very grateful that there were no serious injuries because we you know yeah. we, we see uh, when we look at uh, the states and tornadoes in the states quite regularly uh, people are seriously injured or killed in tornadoes in the states so thankfully it wasn't uh, at, the, at that level but still uh, did very significant uh, damage um a lot of work to be done then Kathy uh, in the area to rebuild basically
0: Yes I'm actually here at the moment now and there's uh, work going on the fire brigade are here, the county councillor are here, uh, the FB are here. Everybody's working at their the most here.
1: And the shock yeah. is uh, also visiting uh, I, the town.
0: He's on his way right now, actually. <laughs> they're getting ready for him, yes.
1: Very good. All right. Cathy, <laughs> I'm glad everybody is safe and sound and um, that it was only material damage that was caused. Um, and, but one of those things that you'll never forget the day you live through a tornado.
0: No, but it's it's not even just the material things, it's people's livelihoods, you know. It's the, the staff of the the pub, it's the neighbours next door that can't get into their houses and it's, it's it's shocking. It's just... And the response has been good so far, so I, I hope it
1: stays that way for us, you know. All right, well, fingers crossed. Cathy, I really appreciate you uh, talking to us on Lunchtime Live this afternoon. Uh, local uh, councillor Paddy Farrell joins me on the line. Now, Paddy... Uh, you were almost directly caught in this.
3: Yes, uh, I was driving from the Sligo direction towards my home and around 12.30 or just slightly after it. And uh, if it was seconds later, I'd have been caught up in the middle of it. I was actually driving across the bridge and it sounded and looked, it got very dark and it... Sounded as if someone threw a ton of bricks at my jeep. I I got a, a good fright, I'll tell you. And uh, I went ho- home to the house and checked on family and friends that might have been coming behind me and seen that they were all right. And I went back into the village and seen the devastation that was caused with the tornado.
1: So at that moment when uh, your car was being basically uh, hit by bricks, what did you think was going on? Had you any idea?
3: So well I didn't really know I suppose but I, I suppose I had a fair idea it was weather related. I had seen uh, atrocious weather on the way up as regards hailstorms and rain and wind, but uh, nothing to the extent that happened as I drove so late through the village.
1: And a, a lot of people have described how, as you just said a moment ago, it suddenly became uh, very dark. Um, some people yeah. described how their ears were popping with the air pressure. Um, it was very sudden, very quick.
3: It was. I suppose it was all over in, in maybe less than a minute. But uh, it, was, it was severe when it lasted. To see the devastation that it had done, with the, uh, it seemed to come up the canal from the Shannon and whatever was in its path got the brunt of it, see boats turned upside down on the water, and roofs taken off houses and cars along the street, badly damaged, and at the back of a pub there, there was vehicles in the car park, and they were also damaged, and walls now, and there was even people who had to be evacuated from premises.
1: Now, a lot of us have seen uh, some videos which show the uh, tornado ripping through uh, Leitrim. As we said, it was, it was very quick, but left devastating damage behind it.
3: Yes, it left a lot of damage for a long distance outside of the village. It even went out as far as the football pitch and big holes and broke windows and all that sort of thing.
1: Now, fortunately... Nobody has been injured, which is the the good news out of all this.
3: No, thank God. With the brunt of the force and everything that happened, luckily enough, uh, there was no one badly injured or killed, but uh, a couple of minor injuries, but nothing serious.
1: All right. Well, uh, we really appreciate, uh, Paddy, you taking the time to uh, talk to us. Um, I know the the Taoiseach is visiting uh, Leitrim village. That's an important thing for the Taoiseach to do. Do you believe?
3: Ah, yeah, yeah. Look, any support that's being given to the community and the people that had the business that is affected uh, is much appreciated.
1: All right, well, thank you very much indeed. Uh, That is local councillor uh, Paddy Farrell. Now, I want to find out a little bit more about how something like this can actually happen. Uh, Carla Weathers, Alan O'Reilly joins me on the line. Uh, Alan, good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Live. Good afternoon, Adrian. Thanks. So, Alan, this is something that you um, expect to see in the American Midwest, not in uh, Leitrim Village. How did this happen? What, what, makes, what are the circumstances that would create a tornado like that?
4: Well, we had some thunderstorm activity ahead of Storm Fergus. So there was thunderstorms in the area. The rain radar showed some very intense rainfall, and there was also some lightning strikes detected and occasionally within these thunderstorms you can get a a rising uh, air like, you know basically wind that moves up and then the downdraft is a vertical wind that rotates and becomes the tornado now funnily enough a lot of people think we don't get tornadoes at all in Ireland but we get about 10 to 12 every year generally they're they're very short-lived and they're small um, i wouldn't call them mini because you know they're still they're still big enough to do the kind of damage that we saw in Leitrim I suppose the unlucky part, especially in this instance, was that it hit such a densely populated area because generally I get reports of tornadoes are out over open fields and, or, you know, maybe trees are damaged and, you know, things like that. But we have had tornadoes in the past that have um, caused a lot of damage. Actually, just over a year ago, November last year, near Folk's Mill in Wexford, um, some houses were damaged. One house that was being built was very badly damaged. Um, similar kind of scenes to what we've seen in Leitrim. So we do see them and it's generally during thunderstorms.
1: OK, so it's not an uncommon uh, phenomenon but it, t- it tends not to cause the sort of damage that we witnessed yesterday.
4: Yes, I mean yesterday is a freak weather event in terms of that the amount of times that we get them is so rare when you think about over a whole year of weather but for it to hit an area um, and to cause that level of damage and and generally you know they are very short lived like your your people that have experienced it there have said, but in that short space of time, they can really cause unbelievable amount of damage. the force is is something that that is hard to imagine and and, and, very and what, often sort of, after, what
1: sort of wind speeds would you be talking about circulating around that tornado
4: you You could be talking about you know over one hundred and fifty kilometers an hour um you know it it, it it really does vary there is a scale. That they use to measure um tornadoes, and there is a, there's an organization in the u k called toro u k that carry out investigations um on tornadoes, so they may well carry out an investigation, and we may well get maybe an estimate of what we saw. I suppose the the thing is is that you know the damage that the data moves very quickly it's very short lived but it it really can that's you know that kind of wind speed can cause such and untold amount of damage. And normally, Adrian, were kind of saying it may have been a tornado or not. But the thing here was, because it was in a populated area, we got a lot of video footage so we could see the rotating air. So we know it was, for a fact, a tornado. Mm. And actually, I shared on my social media a video that a local took, I think as the crow flies less than two kilometres away at 12.34, Martina Kylie's videoed it from a side and it can clearly see the structure of the tornado. Um, so, you know, there's, there's no doubting that this was a tornado that hit Leacham Village.
1: Some people I heard uh, talking earlier on said this is um, another sign of climate change that we're having very severe weather events like that. But what you're telling me is that no, not necessarily. This is something that does happen in Ireland from time to time.
4: Yes, I mean, climate change will definitely cause us more issues with weather in terms of flooding and more severe weather events. But no, you can't say that, you know, because of climate change, we're going to get a lot more of these tornadoes. We have got these in the past. You know the increased um, temperature may increase the likelihood of these a little bit but we just need to be careful that we don't have a knee-jerk reaction and say that you know because i had a lot of people message me believe it or not adrian yesterday worrying that storm fergus was going to bring these tornadoes across the country do you know so we don't want uh, we don't want people lying awake at night wondering if a tornado is coming to their house they are very rare events um, and they're very freak in in nature and generally as i say they don't they don't happen more than 10 to 12 times a year in ireland
1: Finally, uh, Alan, Storm Fergus, which was uh, abruptly named over the weekend, uh, did it, uh, did it do much damage?
4: Well, it it did bring some coastal flooding, so that famous car park in Salt Hill I had posted saying people should avoid it and then without, you know, needing to even guess a couple of hours later I was sharing photos of cars flooded in it. So it did bring coastal flooding, it brought gusts of up to 117 kilometres an hour, it caused disruption to airports, there was a few flights diverted and many delays, so... It, it did bring it did bring some some issues. Thankfully, um, it doesn't seem to have had a large knock on in terms of power outages. There was some, but um, not not maybe to the scale that we've seen in the past. But unusual to get two named storms within a weekend. It was certainly a weekend of storms. But the good news, Adrian, is. Is that from Wednesday onwards? We've high pressure coming, and that conveyor belt of storms is going to take a little bit of a break and give us a bit of respite with some nice,
1: settled weather. Thank God for that. All right. Alan so O'Reilly from uh, Carla Weather, thank you very much indeed for joining us on uh, Lunchtime Live. Lunchtime Live with
0: Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron
1: on News Talk.